Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just a Physician, the podcast where we explore mental health, vulnerability, and personal life journeys. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and stream new episodes every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am so excited for this episode. And I know that I say that for a lot of episodes, but this one in particular, because it may seem like it hasn't been that long since I last recorded an episode, but I did a lot of pre-recording at the end of 2022 because for a period of about two and a half weeks at the end of 2022 into the beginning of 2023, I decided it was a really good time for me to just take time to completely disconnect from everything. Basically, I locked my phone away, did not go on my phone at all for almost two weeks. I decided to just take a break from work, really focus on recentering myself, focus on my mental health, just taking time to just get away from everything and refocus. Um, And it was a really, really, really powerful time and super transformative for me. And in this episode, I'm really excited because I want to tell you guys about some of the things that I learned because even though it was only a relatively short period of time, two and a half weeks, I felt like it really changed me a lot as a person and it gave me the time to learn not only so many things about myself, but I think just so many lessons about life and about life meaning and happiness and feeling content. And it's something that I've really been looking forward to sharing with you guys because uh, I don't know, like on Just Position, this is really the space where I hope we can all just be vulnerable and we can really open up and I want to open up to you guys as much as possible. And uh, because it was so transformative for me and really healing in so many ways, ways. I figured this is the best space to talk about it. So I'm really excited to get into all the different things that I learned, but just for a short introduction, as if you're wondering, like, why did you take such a long break away from everything? Like two and a half weeks is a long time to be completely off your cell phone, to be completely disconnected from the outside world and away from technology. Uh, But I felt like it was really necessary for me. I talked about this in my New Year's video. Um, If you haven't watched that, uh, I give a little bit more context there, but I feel like 2022 definitely was a pretty difficult year for me from a mental health perspective. And it's not because anything bad was happening in my external circumstances. Like I'm so grateful to say that I didn't have anything like disastrous or really heartbreaking or just, you know, anything that completely broke me from like a mental health perspective happening around me. But internally, uh, last year was really a struggle for me as I feel like it was for a lot of us. It's just, you know, difficult kind of coming out of the pandemic trying to adjust to the new world that we're in and so many things happening. And I think for me, it was just a difficult year because I just felt a lot of pressure and I felt like I had just completely gotten burnt out, um, was so exhausted from working so much. And towards the end of the year, there was just a lot of things in my life that were kind of pointing to me having a realization that, you know what? I need a break. And I think it took a few people in my life, like telling me like, Hiram, you need, you need a break. You need to just disconnect and you need to, you know, focus on taking care of yourself um, instead of just absolutely running yourself into the ground. Like I have been for the past few years, I've been open and honest with you guys about my kind of relationship, AKA addiction to work um, and how 
much I've just overexerted myself. And if you guys have watched my YouTube videos, you already know the drill, like the constant all-nighters, the constant stress and working and no sleep and, and all of this crazy stuff. Um, it has just been definitely a, a wild ride. And I think for me, you know, coming to the end of 2022, I was like, I need time away from everything just to recenter myself and refocus. So I decided to just spend some time practicing mindfulness and more importantly than anything else, just getting away from my phone, getting away from work, getting away from all the stress that can come from technology. That's just the world we live in. And honestly, for anyone out there who's recommending, who's thinking about taking a break from your phone or from technology for a little bit, I know it's not always easy. And especially like if you do work in a job where you don't have the ability to take that much time off of work, like that's something I'm extremely grateful for. And I know it's not easy for everyone to be able to do that, but if in any way you are able to like take at least a little bit of time to disconnect, I highly recommend it because wow, it was just an incredible time, not necessarily because of anything that happened, but more so because of the opposite. Uh, the, you know, constant distractions and just dopamine hits that come from browsing social media all day and the expectations and the pressures and the comparisons and, you know, all that different kind of stuff. I think it takes a really intense toll on the mental health. And I think at some level it is good for us to at least take some time to disconnect a little bit. So it was a little while in the works. I had to, you know, prep a couple months ahead of time in order to be able to take this time off, but I'm very grateful I was able to. And uh, going into it, I wasn't really sure what I was going to be doing. I just knew that like I wanted to focus on uh, improving my mental health and just taking time to really think and step back away from everything in my life and be like, okay, how do I feel now that I have the space and, you know, time to kind of like think and observe my life and observe myself? Like, what am I feeling? What what have I not been able to really focus on because I've been so just absorbed in work and distractions and tasks and to do's and all that kind of stuff that just comes with, you know, life because uh, that's just how it is. Um, and it was really transformative for me in a few different ways that I want to go through. I want to talk about like all the main things that I learned over the course of the last two and a half weeks. But overall, during that time, um, what the primary things I focused on was just first taking care of myself, which means getting a full night's sleep every single night. And I'm not even kidding, guys, like over the past two and a half weeks, it's the first time I have ever slept that much uh, like a normal amount of sleep, seven to eight hours since I was in middle school. It has been that long since I have regularly, repeatedly gotten a full night's worth of sleep. Um, so it was definitely overdue um, because I'm so used to just depriving myself of, of sleep and just not really taking care of myself. And so that's one thing I really wanted to focus on. I also wanted to focus on meditation, um, taking time to meditate specifically like outside in nature. Um, I wasn't really sure how that was going to look, but I was like, you know what? I just need to take some time to focus on meditation and just clear my mind and not be so absorbed by all the different things that happens in our lives and in the world, um, all the different distractions and just take time to clear the fuck out of my mind, you know? And then lastly, um, I wanted to take time to just like read. Uh, I feel like I haven't been able to 
read books in a long time. It's usually because I just deprive my body of so much sleep that I, I don't have the ability or, or the mental bandwidth to focus on reading, but I really miss it. And there was like a bunch of self-help books and a bunch of different um, authors that I was really interested in reading works from. And during the two and a half weeks, I was able to read nine books. So I definitely got my fill. It was great. Um, and so a lot of the things I learned were able to come from practicing each of those things. So so I'm going to jump into them. I'm super excited to kind of tell you guys and everything that I was able to learn and what I hope can really resonate with you or maybe is what you need to hear at this time of life, especially with the beginning of 2023 already being very stressful and New Year's already being, you know, a very hectic time for the mental health anyway. Um, I hope some of what I'm going to share can be helpful in some way. Okay, so there's some pretty major things I'm unpacking, but the first most important and I think most life-changing aspect of the past few weeks I was able to not only learn about myself, but just about life in general is to practice mindfulness. Now, if you had asked me a month ago what mindfulness is, I'd be like, oh, it's like meditation or I don't know, you know, like a so meditation retreat or something like that. Not exactly. Um, what And mindfulness means something different to everyone, but what I really learned mindfulness was and how I could practice it in my life and particularly like really focus on it over the past few weeks was really focusing on being completely present in the moment and focusing on breathing. I think, you know, well, certainly for me, my entire life, I've never really been given the opportunity to practice mindfulness. This is the first time I've ever been able to do it. Um, and that's primarily because I have grown so used to living in a constant state of chaos, whether that be my childhood, which was very traumatic and very hectic, uh, where I was so focused on just getting out of the negative environment that I was in, being so focused on the future and having to build, you know, my own life and my own opportunities and my own supportive, you know, group of people around me. Um, I never took time to focus on the present. And that has been the majority of my life, just always focused on the future or um, dwelling a lot on the past as well, you know, like always uh, comparing what I'm experiencing now to what I've experienced in the past, being hyper obsessed with like growing and excelling and, you know, particularly with my struggles with depression, um, being very focused on comparing whatever I'm experiencing now um, or whatever I'm going to experience in the future to the past and experiencing depression because of that. And with mindfulness, what I really learned is most helpful for me is just to find opportunities throughout my day where I can be completely focused on now. What is happening in the moment? Um, not anything else. And there's a book I read that's absolutely incredible. It's called Peace is Every Step. I highly recommend you read it. It's very simple. It's all about how you can incorporate mindfulness and mindful breathing into modern day life. I think when a lot of us think of, you know, mindfulness or breath work, we kind of think of you know, maybe like the traditionalist Buddhist mentality where it's like, oh my gosh, you have to be like, I don't know, meditating off in some mountains uh, somewhere remote or completely disconnecting from everything in life. But I think the author does a really incredible job of like showing how in our modern day life with everything that's going on, how we can integrate mindfulness. And there's a quote 
that I've actually um, internalized as a mantra that I try to tell myself a lot, which is, I do not think of the future. I do not dwell on the past or I do not regret the past. Uh, that's something I repeat to myself a lot. And when I read it in the book, it was really profound to me because I think so much of my anxiety is focused on being so obsessed with what's happening next, what my future plan is, what is coming and becoming so addicted to the mentality of always having to ha be thinking five steps ahead um, that I lose the opportunity to really focus on the beauty of the moment. And then regretting the past as well is where I think a lot of my personal depression comes from too. Like uh, becoming so focused on mistakes I've made in the past or uh, comparing the present moment to the past that I don't even take the opportunity to really focus on what is happening now. And because of my upbringing and because of the world that we live in that is, uh, you know, uh, so focused on, you know, what is your plan? How are you going to build your life, your career, relationships, all this kind of stuff? Um, I think a lot of us don't really understand or are never taught or are really given the opportunity to be mindful of what is happening in the present. But it really helped me a lot. And in this book, Pieces Every Step, he talks about a very simple breathwork exercise, which is just, you know, repeating to yourself, breathe in, taking a big breath in, repeating to yourself, breathe out, taking a big breath out. And you can even incorporate mantras into that too. So one thing I personally do, because I experience a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety all the time, is I breathe in and I think to myself, breathe in, I am calm, breathe out, I am peace. So simple. I can do it anytime, anywhere. I do it while I'm driving. I do it before my meetings. I do it when I wake up in the morning, before I go to bed at night. Just doing that simple exercise helps me really center my body and my mind in the present moment and just kind of gives the brain a little bit of a refresher and just like a clean slate um, and allows you to just be fully present in the moment. And I think that has been the most profound thing I've been able to learn over the past few weeks and something that I really want to continue integrating into my day-to-day -day life. And along with that too, just having a mindset that's more focused on the day-to-day. -day. I've always been so obsessed with thinking about the future and always having to have a plan set up and what's coming next and, you know, uh accomplishing things for myself or within my career or within my relationships that I just don't take the time to like even focus on like what's happening right now. And I've talked to you guys before on this podcast or even my YouTube videos that my attempts to really relax and de-stress in the past were never quite successful because say I could go to the beach, I could plan like a self-care day where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to disconnect from work. I'm going to go to the beach. I'm going to relax. But the entire time I'm at the beach, I'm thinking in my mind, okay, I have to do this, this, this when I'm home. Okay. I have to leave the beach at this time because I have all this work. Um, I'm going to be up until like midnight. So I should probably leave soon. Oh, what are all the tasks? I can't forget to do these. It's just mental torture constantly um, that was always at play because I wasn't practicing true mindfulness. And just with that simple breath work, it's been able to help me have such a better mindset and an overall much more clear state of peacefulness throughout my day, as opposed to 
before where my, you know, nervous system was extremely dysregulated and I was in a constant state of like flight, you know, fight or flight mode. I was constantly in anxiety flight mode, always running and going from one thing to the next, always be going a million miles an hour, an hour, never stopping. Um, and it, you know, it caused a lot of mental, mental turmoil because of that as well. So mindfulness has been such a huge and wonderful thing I've been able to learn that has helped me so much in my day-to-day -day life and something that I'm committed to continuing throughout the rest of this year and hopefully throughout the rest of my life. So like I said before, one of the main things I did over the past few weeks was practice meditation. Now, this wasn't something that just was kind of an idea in the moment. I actually, throughout the course of 2022, had multiple therapists, people in my life who were telling me, you know, like, Hiram, you should probably practice meditation. I think it'd be like good for your mental health. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's really me. Um, and then when I was in Indonesia, my uh, really close friend, Leo, took me to a healing session and the healer told me you desperately need to meditate and practice meditation in your daily life. And once I heard that message, I was like, you know what? I should give meditation a shot. There's literally data out there that shows that meditation helps with so many different things, whether it be physical health, um, cardiovascular health, um, even like helping your brain um, be able to hold more information, let alone quality of life. Uh, there's just a lot of evidence to show that meditation is really beneficial. So over the past few weeks, I was like, you know what, I'm going to meditate every day. And oh my God, it was incredible. I now understand why so many people recommend meditation. And it has been something that I have been doing every day um, because it's, it's hard to imagine me being able to have a peaceful mindset and be able to enjoy the moment and truly practice mindfulness without meditation. Now, for obviously I was meditating for like hours and hours and hours a day uh, during the past few weeks, but even since then I've been practicing meditation for like 10 to 15 minutes a day. And that's really all you need to do. Sometimes I'll do guided meditations. You can find a bunch that are free on YouTube. Um, ones, you know, for when you're going through a stressful moment or maybe having, you know, like starting to panic a little bit because of life stressors or if it's something in the morning or even guided meditations that you can listen to as you fall asleep, whatever it may be, uh, any form of meditation is really helpful. And what I've particularly enjoyed the most is doing mantra based meditations where uh, I really focus on my breathing, but in between every breath or as I'm breathing in my mind, I'm repeating a mantra to myself. And this sounds like so new age spirituality, like, you know, Zen, uh, which I think is why I've resisted it so much because <laughs> to me that always seemed very, I hate the word chuggy, but you know how like it was like very eat, pray, love type of attitude that I see a lot of people approach mind, uh, mindfulness and meditation with. And I'm like, okay, that's like not my vibe. Uh, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it actually for like the benefits and not as some trendy thing. But with mantras, I found that they actually really did help uh, or have been helping a lot with my mental health. And it'll be simple ones, like whether it's I am calm, I am peace, or uh, one of my favorites, you know, life is beautiful. Life is amazing. Um, I am confident. I am beautiful. Like very simple messaging that I repeat to myself mentally in between every breath has really helped with 
not only my meditation, but also to make a considerable difference in the attitude I have throughout the day in the way that my body, my nervous system and my mental state is as I go throughout the day. And it's made a really big impact. Like there's been so many moments at the beginning of this year where like throughout the day, I'll just sit back and think to myself like, wow, life is like beautiful. Like how incredible is you know, this life I'm able to experience right now, how incredible is my body, how grateful I am to be able to experiencing the, experience the things I do. And even in stressful moments, like I've had a few moments where I've gotten into like panic attack level because sometimes I I do have panic attacks. Um, I've noticed that meditation has really been so helpful and it doesn't have to be a meditation where you like sit down and cross your legs and sit there for 30 minutes and not listen to anything and, you know, never open your eyes. Like it doesn't, whatever type of meditation works for you, I highly recommend trying it out because it's been able to help me so much. I'll do little, you know, two minute meditation in between my meetings throughout the day. I love to do it when I'm driving, uh, before bed, right when I wake up in the morning, I try to do meditation before I look at my phone. I know I've become one of those people, Uh, (laughs) but it really is so helpful and it really helps to make Make sure that my mind is calm and at peace throughout the day and it makes me feel better equipped to handle whatever I am going to handle throughout the day, particularly during, you know, the stressful new year. Uh, it's a very stressful and intense time for a lot of us. And so I highly recommend practicing meditation because it has been mind-blowingly helpful for me. And um, there's a quote from another book I was able to read over the past few weeks. And this is actually my second time reading it. The first time I read it, it's uh, Dao De Ching by Lao Tzu. Oh my God, incredible, incredible, incredible book. And <laughs> it's funny that I say that because the first time I read this, I was like, okay, that was kind of boring. And it seemed very repetitive and just really simple and not in a way I liked but the second time I read it and actually taking time to meditate on the words of this book it has now become like one of my favorite books of all time and it's something I want to regularly reread it's literally like it's not even this big because there's like illustrations throughout all this it's like 80 pages you can literally read it if you wanted to in like an hour it's so short but I recommend you take your time if you are going to read it anyway so many good quotes in this book but one that I love is uh, the quote said, if you lose yourself to distractions, you lose the basis of your power. And I think that's so powerful and particularly beneficial for me to think of not only in relation to meditation, but also just in relation to my life. Because I think, you know, ever since I was little, my brain has been trained to focus on distractions, whether that's stressors of the future, whether that's regrets from the past, whether that's work, relationships, family dynamics, like whatever it may be, my brain was literally trained to always be so fixated on those distractions constantly, rather than focusing on maintaining my mental peace and focusing not only on the moment and not only on my breathing, of course, but to be fully present in the moment and just to completely clear your mind. And I think meditation is really, really helpful in doing that, which is why I highly recommend it. I'm telling you, I did not expect to be this person that would come on here and be like, oh my God, you should do meditation. I highly recommend it. It's something I do every day. Like not at all what I ever expected, but I can vouch for meditation and say it's really incredible. So I highly recommend that you do it. I think 
truthfully everyone should and everyone can that's the best part no matter what life you live you can always practice practice meditation with whatever you do and yeah if you can I recommend like you know taking 10 to 15 minutes out of your day just to sit let your mind you know completely clear and just focus on your breathing and focus on the moment because it's been just extremely transformative for me Okay, so the next thing I learned, and this is going to sound so basic and so like, you know, common sense and even a little geeky, I'll explain why, um, is just to practice self-care. Now, that sounds really ironic considering my entire account has always been about like skincare, which is a form of self-care and self-care is something that I've promoted so much. But I will say I have always been really bad at practicing that on my own. And one thing I really realized over the past few weeks uh, particularly, you know, in just being so absorbed by technology and my phone and work is that I have been heavily neglecting my own self-care. I kind of had an aha moment when I was spe speaking to my therapist because I was confiding in her about my difficulty with having a consistent sleep schedule, with traveling all the time, with working regularly until like 2 a.m., um, having so many meetings throughout the day. Um, and she stopped me. She was like, wait, 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 let me get this right. So you're depriving your body of sleep. You're depriving your body of food. You're not drinking enough water. You're not taking time to rest. You're constantly working and you're not taking time to, you know, do things you really enjoy doing in your free time and you expect to have good mental health. And I was called the fuck out. Oh my God. My wig has never been so snatched. Like I was in that moment. I was like, uh, yeah. And she looked at me like you dumb fuck. Of course you're going to have shitty mental health if that's what you're doing. And it really was an awakening moment for me because I realized like, wow, I really have been depriving and neglecting myself of the most basic human needs that are necessary, not only for survival, but also just for mental peace and good mental health. And so I really, you know, tried to commit to taking better care of myself. And I knew I had to do it in a way that I would not justify uh, because when I've tried to practice self-care in the past where I'm like, I'm going to get good sleep and I'm going to eat healthy and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I tend to always justify away because I'm like, oh, well, I have all these to do's or I have all these work tasks or th all these things that have a deadline. Like um, I'll, I'll do it now and then I'll focus on the self-care later. And then I never end up focusing on self-care. So I created a daily accountability tracker for myself. So geeky, but I love it. Uh, it's something that I fill out every day. And unlike a planner, like a work planner that I have used for years, with this, it is entirely focused on self-care. And I start my day off by filling part of it out and end my day by filling the rest out. And it's entirely focused just on self-care. So what like my internal goal is, what my daily mantra is, uh, if I'm meditating, if I'm working out, did I spend time in nature? What was the best part of my day? What can I do better tomorrow? It's all entirely focused on self-care. And what it does is it keeps me accountable to make sure that I am not neglecting my own mental or physical health every day. So I can't justify it. And my basically one main New Year's goal this year was like just fill out the accountability tracker every day because if I do that then I know that I'm taking care of myself and making sure that you know at the 
end of the year or, you know, for the rest of my life, I'm not neglecting my health and my mental health in the way that I have pretty much throughout my entire life. And so it, I know it seems really simple and maybe for a lot of you guys, you're like, oh my God, duh. Like, of course you want to get a full night's worth of rest. And of course you want to be like, you know, eating healthy and um, not being overly stressed and take time to rest. But that's honestly been something that I just, I haven't done. And I feel like a lot of you guys out there and maybe if not you guys, just a lot of people out there, um, you know, we live in a world that kind of encourages that behavior that doesn't really push us to focus on taking care of ourselves. And it's been a very eye-opening and awakening experience for me. And I think another thing that really helped is a quote that I heard. I don't know where this quote is from, but I overheard it. I know there's so many quotes in this video, but I am a quote whore. And especially after reading nine books, I was like, you know what, bitch, I'm coming to this podcast episode loaded up with quotes because these are the ones that I've just been repeating to myself um, because they have been impactful. But the quote is, I strive for achievement only to enhance the enjoyment of my existence, not to prove my worth. And I think that definitely resonated with me from a self-care perspective because at the end of 2022, after having overexerted myself for so long, completely ignoring my most basic needs, always striving to not really prove my worth to anyone else, but just try to prove my worth to myself. Um, at the end of 2022, I was kind of left with myself just being like, am I am I enjoying this? Like, am I having a good time? Is life even fun? And I realized that I'm like, I've been stressing myself out so much that I'm not even enjoying my day-to-day -day life. So like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I pushing myself this hard? I'm not taking care of myself. And just by making that small switch over the past, you know, few weeks um, that it has been focusing on my self-care, just that little switch has already made every day and just life in general so much brighter, so much happier. And I know I'm only at the beginning of this journey, but the fact that I can already see such positive results in such a short time by focusing on those things, I think is evident that, you know, by continuing that life will only be, become more enjoyable. And uh, by not neglecting those most basic needs, uh, there's there's a lot to be grateful for and a lot to look forward to in life. So yeah, big thing for me, super helpful. Self-care is definitely important, y'all. Uh, if you guys want to see what my accountability tracker looks like, I'm happy to post it online. So just let me know um, in case it'll help any of you guys out. I'm more than happy to share. Uh, but yeah, it's been super helpful for me. The next thing I learned is the importance of working out uh, physical activity and particularly physical activity that can be done in nature. Now, when I started um, my, you know, DIY retreat, I guess you could call it, um, I really was looking forward to trying to be more physically active because I definitely, like I said before, have been neglecting my own physical health and haven't worked out in forever. Um, primarily because I was in a really toxic cycle where I was like, you know what, if I work out, my body's going to be exhausted, you know, because that's how working out goes. And I'm going to need to get a full night's worth of sleep, but I can't afford to get a full night's worth of sleep because I'm always so, you know, just overwhelmed with work and have so many to do's. And so I can't get a full night's sleep, which means I can't work out and I can't get that physical activity. Um, and you know, unknowingly I was really experiencing the negative mental and physical health tolls that come alongside not being physically active. And so I 
started the few weeks just being like, you know what, I'm going to try to be physically active and see how it goes. I started working out. I was going to the gym regularly and I hate to say it guys, but like working out and being physically active does make you feel so much better. I low key was hoping that I was going to start working out and be like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) But no, it actually improves my mood so much. It's something that I really look forward to every day. And it's not even necessarily like just working out, like being a gym bro or whatever. Um, Although, you know, I have come to enjoy the gym more, even if it's just being outside in nature, going on a hike, going on walks, surfing, you know, has been really therapeutic for me, um, doing little physical, ex- uh, physical exercises outside, whatever it may be. I have enjoyed it so much that it's honestly the thing I look forward to most every day, which is not something that I, I'd expect. And the cool thing is that I'm seeing results in my mental health and in my body too. Like I've grown so much more muscle than I have had for a long time. And, uh, you know, just transparently, working out and focusing on physical health has always been kind of a scary road for me because as you guys know, I've struggled previously with an eating disorder, a restrictive, you know, anorexia. And every time I build muscle and every time I notice my body, you know, like bulking up or starting to become bigger because of working out, it's a very slippery slope for me to slide back into my eating disorder because I immediately become a lot more self-conscious about how my body looks. But this is the first time that, you know, I am feeling a lot better about my body than I have in a while. And I'm not beating myself up as much as I have been in the past, because what I'm trying to do is not focus as much on how I look, but just focus on the really beautiful experience of just being able to have some form of physical exercise every day. And even though I do get wiped out and even though it is pretty exhausting on my body, cause I do push myself really hard. Um, you feel so good afterwards and it really does help lift my mood so much throughout the day, particularly if I'm in nature, that's when I enjoy it the most, but whatever it looks like, um, I highly recommend it. I know it's super cliche and I know that everyone says like, Oh, if you want better mental health workout, blah, blah, blah. I've always kind of rolled my eyes at that statement, but I mean, I hate to say that it's true, at least some form of physical exercise, whatever it may be, whatever that looks like for you, I highly recommend doing it because, you know, it's, it's just what they say is true. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm really disappointed. (laughs) Another lesson I learned over the past few weeks, which was probably one of the most difficult lessons I had to learn. And I'm still, you know, in the process of learning. I mean, for all of this stuff, I'm still definitely learning and I'm by no means like coming out of this two weeks being like oh my god I am the epitome of mindfulness (laughs) like that's that's not what has happened at all I am very much still new to all of this but um setting boundaries is something that I didn't realize I desperately needed in my life um because I discovered that I have a very very intense difficulty with codependency. Um, And I always thought in the past that codependency is kind of isolated to, you know, the really toxic relationships and toxic couples that you see that are like still together, even though they're so horrible for each other. What I did not realize is that codependency comes in many different forms and the majority of our relationships to anything, whether it be work, family, our own health, um, you know, our, our bodies, uh, our own goals, uh, family, like literally anything you can 
experience a codependent relationship with because what codependency is really about control. That's primarily what it's all about. And I had to do a really big look inward and it's still something I'm working on to realize that with every single element of my life, I have always just been desperately attempting to have control over everything you know, my eating disorder, not being able to control a lot of external circumstances in my life. So I try to control what I eat and how my body looks, um, with work and the expectations and pressures I put on myself, um, having an obsessive relationship with work so that I can control anything that happens. Um, or whether it be even, you know, relationships, um, and my very bad (laughs) issues with people pleasing, um, is about, you know, not only controlling how other people perceive me, but about trying to control relationships in a way that um, I can always be of assistance to them and that they never dislike me. Or There's literally so many different ways you can be codependent, and I highly recommend reading up on it. I have like four books on my shelf right now about codependency that I'm starting to read, and I was able to read a few books about it. But um, yeah, I realized that a lot of my issues with codependency came from a lack of setting boundaries. Um, And I think where I struggle to set boundaries most is with myself. Now this comes down to setting boundaries on how much I'm gonna work every day, setting boundaries on how much sleep I'm losing, setting boundaries on justifying away not practicing physical activity, not practicing mindfulness um, with my relationship with food, my relationship with my body. Uh, I realized that I have, you know, I'm very much overdue (laughs) in setting those necessary boundaries with myself that I need to, and also in other elements of my life, like with people pleasing and relationships, Um, something I definitely need to work on. And I know that sounds like a little bit more abstract. um, And I get that, you know, it is a difficult lesson to learn. It's something I'm still learning a lot about, but I realized a lot of the source of my unhappiness and my stress around life was my desperate attempts to control things in my life rather than allowing myself to observe what's happening, allowing myself to be at a state of peace and to just kind of allow whatever is going to happen, happen and not let it affect my mental health, my, you know, in inner peace, basically, um, not constantly trying to control every single element of my life and just letting things happen, you know, just chill, chill the fuck out, bro. Like that's really, I feel like what I've been able to learn through the process of setting boundaries. And that's definitely a journey for me and something I plan to like update you guys on a lot, specifically in regards to codependency. If that's something you really struggle with, I highly recommend looking into codependency and seeing if that could potentially be an issue for you because in my opinion, most things in life encourage very unhealthy codependent relationships. Um, But anyway, I could go on a whole tangent of that. That can be like a future episode. Uh, But yeah, I think for me, by setting boundaries with not only the way I treat myself, how I let other people treat me, how I treat others, and setting boundaries on my thoughts as well, it has definitely led to a lot more positivity, a lot more mental peace, and me being able to feel like I can handle 
kind of whatever is thrown at me. And then finally, the final lesson I learned over the past few weeks was that I really rediscovered my love for reading. Um, I used to be that kid that would have books on me 24-7. I was that kid that whenever we would finish a quiz or a test, I would instantly pull out a book and just be completely engulfed in it. I wouldn't be able to hear anything that was going on around me because my nose was always in a book. That's who I was as a kid. And over the past, well, really since college, I fell out of love with reading because I was always just in a constant state of exhaustion that anytime I'd try to read, I would immediately get distracted or fall asleep or just lose interest. And being able to give myself the self-care I need, but also giving myself the time to be able to read over the past few weeks, I really like rediscovered my love for it. Hence why I was able to read nine books, um, not only for the enjoyment and just the relaxed state of reading, but primarily for what I learned, like so much of what I learned over the past few weeks came from me reading books about all these different things that I'm talking about. Um, and if you guys want to see like a video or a podcast episode about like some of my favorite books, let me know. I actually made a goal for myself this year to read two new books every month because uh, I really want to just, you know, not lose that love and interest, uh, whether it was audiobooks, whether it was physical books. Um, I was just, you know, constantly uh, in a book <laughs> over the past few weeks. And that's something I really want to continue. Uh, uh, over the past little time, I'd say my favorite books I've read is definitely Dao Te Ching. Um, highly recommend this one. Or another mind-blowing book is, uh, oh my God, I, I always forget the title. Um adult children of emotionally immature parents. Oh my God. I have never read something that so perfectly described my very unhealthy and chaotic childhood and the type of relationship that I had with my parents. It was very mind opening. I know it's gone viral on TikTok. Highly recommend you guys read that if you haven't already. And like I said, let me know if you guys want to hear what some of my favorite books have been that I've read over this year. But yeah, I think um, it has allowed for a lot of self-growth, a lot of self-realization. Um, and that's come in the form of whether it be self-help books, whether it be, uh, you know, fiction books. Uh, I I've been reading it all and just thoroughly enjoying it. And I think in a way it's kind of like meditation where your mind is able to be cleared and you're able to just focus on the moment while also edifying your mind and learning new things. And I know that with the popularity of social media and specifically TikTok, all of our attention spans have drastically been reduced. And I think that reading is a really beautiful way of helping with that and um, just getting our faces out of technology constantly like we were in because like bitch before this two and a half weeks I was literally on my phone for I mean my screen time was like 14 to 16 hours a day tell me how that is healthy that is not fucking healthy like oh my god I, I was constantly working on my phone just always or if I wasn't working I was like scrolling on TikTok um not healthy I think reading books is a great way to be able to get your mind away from that chaos. Um, so if you have considered reading or you want to hear some of my, you know, recommendations, um, let me know. Also, let me know what your guys' favorite books are. Make sure you comment on this video because I would love to read any of your recommendations that you have. I think it'd be so great to just see what books have really changed your guys' lives. Overall, <laughs> I know that I've talked about like so many lessons that I've learned over the past few weeks and it's really surprising to me because I have never ever been this type of person to 
be like really, I feel like talking about a lot of this kind of stuff or really internalizing the things that I have spoken about in this episode. Like I look at the person I am now versus the person I was last month. And I'm like, that is a whole different bitch. Like, who is that? I'm talking about mindfulness and meditation and self-care and getting sleep and working out. Like, who the fuck am I? This is so weird. This has never been me. It's never been my personality. If anything, I've always admired those qualities in other people, but was like, um, yeah, the, no, that's not me. Um, it's really been life-changing for me. And I hope the biggest takeaway that you guys can hear from everything that I've talked about in this episode is first to not be like me. I don't recommend having to take two and a half weeks out of reality to disconnect from everything, to literally lock away your phone um, and to do what I did because I'm a stubborn bitch. And unfortunately, the main way I learn is by doing and not listening to other people. And had I just listened to everyone in my life who was encouraging me to take care of myself and focus on my mental health, I wouldn't have had to do this. So I highly recommend you like at least consider some of the things that I've talked about in this episode, because had I done that before, I wouldn't have needed this drastic time off. But honestly, like each of these things that I never expected to have learned or internalized like I have now have already made such a huge difference in my life. And 2023 has been a little bit stressful so far. And there have been like work things and stuff in my life that had it been just a few months ago, I maybe would have been just like freaking, no, not maybe. I definitely would have been like freaking out and stressing out and having panic attacks and, you know, losing sleep. But over the past few, like since I got out of, you know, my little retreat session, um, I've just been in such a state of peace and comfort and mental clarity that I've never experienced before. And uh, excuse me, (laughs) it's something I really want to continue as I move forward into the future. And I think the biggest thing for me this year that I'm really wanting to focus on is just taking care of myself, taking care of my mental health, making sure that I'm putting myself first. I've always been very hesitant to say that because I always want to be a person who can help other people. But you know, what they say is true. You can't help someone else if you don't help yourself first. And I think that's really what I need to work on this year. And uh, even uh, coming out of the retreat session that I did um, and seeing your guys' comments on my videos, like sending me love, um, recommendations for self-care and uh, mental health recs, like all the different types of comments and support that you guys have given mean so much. I was able to read through a bunch of your guys' comments. Thank you so much for all the love that you guys have shown. You guys are always so incredibly supportive of me taking care of myself. And that's something that I've appreciated in the past, but I don't think fully internalized, but I'm at a point now where I'm like, you know what? You guys knew all along and I was just so blind to everything, but now I feel like I'm in a much better place to actually practice a lot of that and implement those recommendations and life-changing perspectives that you guys have given me all along. So I'm very appreciative of it. Um, I know you guys didn't know that I took like a long time (laughs) away from my phone and technology. Um, So thank you for being okay with that. Uh, And also a huge thank you to my team for like posting the videos and everything that I had pre-filmed before this break um, because I wouldn't have been able to take it without them. So thank you so much, you guys as well. And yeah, um, lastly, 
If you guys resonated with any of this or you have other recommendations or things that you've learned along the way, um, or if you have any requests for me to do episodes related to any of these topics that I have talked about in this video, let me know because I absolutely love to create them. And as always, thank you guys so much for all the love. I am so excited for this year. There are big things coming that I can't wait to reveal to you guys. Um, but most importantly, like I said before, um, this year is all about balance and I'm really excited to kind of go on this journey with you. And most importantly, I can say that I'm feeling very, very good. I'm feeling very content and happy with my life right now. And that's something I haven't been able to say in I don't even know how long. Um, oh, I'm going to pause before I get emotional. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm in a really happy place. So thank you guys. Uh, yeah. For listening to this episode. This has been a production of Odyssey, a Cadence 13 studio, new episodes every Thursday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Mwah.